This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Izzy, get down. Do you like a new jumper? Come on, it's lovely. Um, Rumour has it she's coming, off, um, she's coming off her season. They call it season with dogs, don't they? She's yeah, in season. She's in season. She's at peak time. She's mm. at prime time. Listen, it's the last time she's ever going to experience these emotions, so... She's getting trapped. Is she getting new the clothes, um, new toys? Right. So she's getting the. Uh, they don't call it snip with girls. What do they? Well, they don't. Do they? What do they call it? The snip. No, that's with boys. I thought it's called the snip. Fuck knows. <laughs> cesarean. No. Um. <laughs> it's not cesarean. Um. Hysterectomy. That's it. Hysterectomy. We got there in the end. So she's having that done as shit. Yeah. Welcome to the show, everybody. We're talking about dogs' fannies getting taken out today. It's not the fannies. What is it? The reproductive organs. Yes. The womb. The womb. The womb will be no more. No. There'll be no more womb for it. No womb in the end. (laughs) The gossip gaze. The gossip gaze. This week on the Gossip Gaze podcast, we've got a letter from a business owner in a colourful conundrum. We're reviewing queer film I Care A Lot. And we chat hook up horror stories. It's been a nice week. I'm knackered. This is not our normal recording day. No, we swapped it round because you've been a busy bitch. I have been... I, as I said on the live last week, I was isolated in London. Mm-hmm. I went to film for a large commercial retailer. Okay. So I've done an advert. It's going to be an online advert. Mm-hmm. Um, social media, you mean? Like, like a social media campaign. Advert. She's campaign. doing a campaign, I'm darling. Doing a campaign <laughs> um, that's going to be like across Europe and the UK. So you may, you may see me, you may not. We don't know. So all our fans in Europe might see ya. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think they'd know it was me. Because you're not in makeup and stuff. No. So My understanding is, it is. Yeah, so I was playing the role of an interior designer. It was a comedy role. Um, was it slapstick comedy? Mr. Bean. <laughs> I don't know what to say, because I don't know what you're going to see, but I had a really fun day filming. Yeah. It was very... Um, very full on. It was. It was. I was playing an interior designer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a, a call back with the director from America, who was directing from America over Zoom. Oh, so it was like a Zoom director. So yes, yeah, so yeah, exactly that. <laughs> she was directing from um, New York. Wow. We got on like a house on fire. Everyone was really nice and polite, and 
the wardrobe was gorgeous. The makeup artist was gorgeous. She was George Michael's personal makeup artist for 10 years before he died. Really nice people. Um, And yeah, it's just a little bit of... Making a bit of money on the side, honey. So, so when, so when you say the director was on Zoom, did somebody have to hold like the thing and move and move the director around? I literally said, "What is your <laughs> official job title?" And he said, "I'm the Zoom guy." Right. Okay. And he was employed to hold the director's pad, iPad that right. she was on, she was and the, move around the room. She was like, "Turn me, me left, darling. Yeah. Turn me right." <laughs> she was like, "Take me to Danny. Take me to Danny." <laughs> Um, she was absolutely lovely. She said she's in the callback. She never, she loved how I could just be funny with no words, no script. Because this oh, is so going, no speaking because role. this is going across Europe, right? I we, there was no lines, so it's literally just like so. It is like Mr. Bean, really. Yeah, it's like a modeling thing. I don't know. It's modeling. I'm a muggle. Am I a muggle? Yeah, she's a muggle. I'm not a muggle. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the breakdown was which people that don't know in the industry you get a breakdown for like any role so anything from an advert to a soap to a film and it just explains what the role is and what they're looking for the breakdown said uh, looking for a Titus Burgess type character which if people don't know who he is he's a really over the top yep. camp larger than life musical theatre star from America who is brilliant you need to type in Titus Burgess into YouTube and see some of his clips he's also in Kimmy Schmidt if yes. there's any Kimmy Schmidt fans so I think I got the role because I was fat right okay <laughs> is what I'm saying take the roles where you get them though uh, honey, take the rolls with the punches. I'm feeling <laughs> low about me weight. Bingo, I get an advert coming. Well, do you know what? It swings and roundabouts. And it's it's a very, very big retailer. You will all know who they are. And, you know, with with big retailers comes big, big rewards. Well, watch it be like 2.5. I don't care like, if it's a blink and you miss me, honey, yeah. as long as that money hits my account. It yeah. goes live in April. Okay, um, cool. But I've had a cool, I've had a really cool week. Loads of things coming in this week. It's been like, I don't know. I can't describe it. I've, well, I've, do, I've had that. I'm doing a voiceover next week for the Beeb. Yes. Which will be again. It's an online thing. You'll, it's, it's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'll explain more like, like next week when I've done it and I've got the scripts through. But it's for a very popular show that we talk about often. Um, so it'll be my voice when you're scrolling through the gram and you hear like, blah blah blah. Woo. Um. Anyway, can't say too much on that one till next week. And then I've had other castings come in. It's been like wham, bam, thank you, man. And all the work's coming back in now, is it not? It's the bookings, floating in. The, the bookings the, are flying in. The bookings are flying in. I've signed a really cool gig. It's going to be announced this week. So I can't, again, I can't say. You're teasing us this I'm week. I'm teasing you this week. But I promise right. next week I'm going to tell you about the gig. And I'm also going to give people the opportunity to win a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So we've got a competition, is what you're saying. I'm teasing a competition. We've not done a competition in a while. We've not done a competition in a while. I'm teasing it. Right. It's going to be good. You're going to be able to mingle with some of the people, some some big-time stars of the moment. Stars of the moment, shall we call them. You'll be able to yeah. mix and mingle with them and see them perform live, but I've said too much already. Okay. But listen, all this has come to fruition because I genuinely believe this week positive mindset has manifested this into the world has manifested what into the world well good luck 
Right, okay. I'm, I'm getting these bookings. I'm getting voiceover works. I've just filmed an advert, darling. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm with you. I, I, the money's coming in. I've had a rough couple of months. Right, and now's your I'm time. I'm sat there on the phone lines, nine to five, getting yeah. shit from pensioners. Yeah. I've been in a positive mindset and I've taken my own advice this week as well. I said last week or maybe the week before, you know, we need to set yourself small, achievable goals to make yourself feel better. When we've spoke about depression in the past, we've said, you know, go and clean a, clean a drawer, clean yeah. a room. yeah. This week saw the end to a legacy in this house that I've had since I moved in, and it is the Monica cupboard. Right. Everybody's got one of these, or a drawer, a shit cupboard or drawer where you shove everything in. It's not organised. Honey, it's gone from... I mean, it, it was a You tip. gave me the grand opening when I walked through. You went, come and look at this. It had a ribbon on it. I cut the ribbon. Oh, honey, <laughs> it's like Diagon Alley. It's massive. <laughs> Harry Potter could live under there. It's Honestly, under my yeah. stairs. Yeah. I didn't know how big it was. Yeah, I didn't realise how big it was. Because I just used to shove all the shit under the stairs. Yeah. Oh, everywhere else looks immaculate. Yeah, but you've as got long that, as everywhere else you're cramming immaculate. the door shut, you're like Joe Dimian with this door. Oh, no, there could have been a family of possums living under there and I'd never know. <laughs> but now I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm not on the drugs no more. I'm clean. I'm cleaned under there. There's not there's nowhere else for me to clean in this house now. No, I don't think there is. You don't have I mean you you cleaned out your chimney the other week, you made that look massive. Honestly, yeah, I'm on a roll. Yeah, and it's it's making me feel good. So it's just them small achievable tasks that make you feel good. And I, honestly, I can't wait for someone else to come so I can say, "Come and look under my stairs." <laughs> um, so yeah, it's kind of been a go 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 week. I had to stay in London, isolate for the shoot, the fittings, and then it was just loads of fun. Like I just. Just had loads of fun. There was like scenes where I was throwing myself on the bed. It's all going to be like a really quick montage. So of course, me like doing interior design bits and f- playing with this and fluffing this and tweaking this. And are then, you, are you looking at swatches and stuff? No. Oh, okay. I, I in my head, like you were looking at swatches yeah, and flicking through and being like, it's kind of similar. Okay, yeah. But like in my own home. Oh, okay. So you're not doing someone else's home? No, I'm in my own home. And right. then it flicked the end is me like lying on a bed going on the app to buy from this company o- online retailer. Okay, wow. Well, I'm very excited to see it. Let us know when it drops. It could taunt me for the rest of my life. This is what I'm thinking. No. Yeah. Cringy. I feel mean. like this this could be one of them things that I'm sat on Graham's sofa in 10, 15 years time and I'm <laughs> a world megastar and they bring it up. Right, okay. Well, or this could just be the slow, slow, painful death to nothing. No. And Britain's Got Talent was my 15 minutes. In which case, I'm not very happy about my life. But you've got a manifest. <laughs> you've got a manifest, haven't you? Manifest you've got to set it. yourself big, achievable. <laughs> you've got to set yourself. Last week was you've got to set yourself. What am I on about? Last week I'm saying set yourself small achievable goals. I'm cleaning out under my stairs. This week I'm saying set yourself big global goals. domination. Yeah. <laughs> big goals, honey. Um, go big or go home. Go big or go. It's good to have dreams. It's good to keep working on on stuff. I've got no gigs coming in at the moment. I tried to drop a few messages out there to clubs that I work for, and I got left on red at some point. So. No, from places you've worked with. Yeah, so I'm just kind of hoping that they're just like busy trying to organise the place and we just didn't have time to reply to me. 
rather than leaving me on red. But we'll see when everything opens. Absolutely not. I think you should be chasing that up, honey. Yeah, no, I think I will. Um, they did reply you to one message. I did reply to one message. So I basically sent like a friendly message. They did respond and then I responded back saying like, can't wait to come back. And then it was kind right. of like, right, oh, well, awkward. You didn't confirm that I was coming back. But I'm sure I am. I don't see why I wouldn't be. I don't see why you wouldn't be and you're very good at what you do, honey. Yeah. And you host on an internationally renowned podcast called The Gossip Gays. Yes. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be, do you know what? I know that feeling and I think I I was in this position only a week ago. Yeah. So it's not like and I also start think, getting worried yet. I, I also think maybe I'm just literally overthinking it. Maybe they're in... In their mind, they don't need to reply because, yeah, they don't have me back. They didn't need to respond to and it. And also, in their mind, literally, they need to make sure that they can manage to June. Of course. They don't know where they're at yet. Absolutely. As soon as, as I think when it comes to you, I think... I'm the least of their worries DJs at the moment. DJs will be, right, we're open, let's sort the DJs out, we're open. Of course, yeah. You know, next week. Mm-hmm. Where I think maybe, because you'll be there weekly. Yeah. Whereas when you're booking acts for one-off, you start thinking about all these events. Of you know course. what I mean? So that's why mine have come in. Yeah, it's just so different. It's, it's it just is different. different. Don't stress. Yeah. But what the fuck? Are you a bit nervous to go back to the real world? Yeah, are you? Well, I went, I went on the train this week, didn't I? Yeah. And I was paranoid. Because I had to go of on what? the train to get this test. The COVID, you mean? You've paranoid the COVID? Of... I've not really been paranoid up to now. I mean... We've been doing everything we're meant to be doing. We've yeah. bubbled up so we can do this show. So I, I, I kind of feel so lucky that we've had the opportunity to see each other to do the show Yeah. this time round. And other than that, it's been nice just having me and Joe. I, I just feel really lucky that I haven't had it really hard and been completely on my own. But mm-hmm. now when I got this train, I was like, I need to do a COVID test as soon as I arrive. I did as soon as I arrived in London and it was negative, thankfully. But then obviously I had to go to me fitting and come back from the shoot. So I'm I'm stressing out. I'm booking me, booking myself a COVID test for next week. But right. I, I wasn't like this this t- like before. Yeah, I, like I've been to Tesco and I've been to the sh- other shops that are available. I've been to all other shops and I've not been like worried. Yeah, but just going so far from home, I don't know. It's gonna be a shock. Going back to my old life where I'm in three or four cities a week. I agree, but I also am very excited for it. I'm sure we'll bounce back straight away. I was weirdly nervous when they were like, no restrictions from the 21st of June. I was like, whoa, I didn't expect that. I've got my first jab in three weeks. Jab me up, honey. I can't wait. Woo! So I uh, jab me up so I can mix and mingle with the public. Can't wait. I'm going to be on my knees on June 21st, (laughs) like Lawrence Cheney, (laughs) smashing down to them. And cruise 101 toilets. We cannot wait. The Gossip Case. Okie dokie. Time to chat about Drag Race. So this week saw the stand-up comedy challenge, which isn't on every season. It wasn't on RuPaul season... Wasn't on Drag Race UK season one. They didn't have to do a stand-up. I thought season one, generally, the challenges were fairly easy. Okay. <laughs> in comparison to, the, to American and in comparison to even season two, I think they're going to step it up and step it up each season. I think that's the point. Agreed. I think season one was a test. Let's try it out, see how it goes. The day of the girls a bit of an easier ride. I agree. Season two, they've not done that. Stand-up comedy, we know is not for everybody. I know if I was in that position, I don't think I would flop. I don't think I could stand up there and write a comedy 
and read it out like a stand-up. I think that's a skill, to write something and it'd be funny and to do a stand-up. Do you not? Yeah, I agree. I think it's I think it's more difficult because it was an empty room. Yeah, worse. It actually made it a bit awkward at times. I wish was, to put candid laughter in a summit. It was very, very awkward. And yeah. also it's it's just you in front of Rue, RuPaul, Michelle, Alan Carr, the biggest LGBTQ comedian in the country at the moment, probably. Yeah. And Dawn French. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. so daunting. Yeah, that is daunting. Um, tops and bottoms of the week for me. Again, guys, this will have spoilers in if you've not seen it already, but, I mean, it was Thursday and this is Monday, so, like, mm-hmm. what have you been doing? Tough titties. Tough fucking tits. Um, Bimini was top again for me. She was brilliant this week. She shone like a fucking diamond, and I loved Shambrat it. bright like Bimini. Um, she... Her comedic timing was spot on. Her jokes were funny. They landed. Um, she she knocked it out of the park. I mean, she has done it a couple of times, but it doesn't mean you're an expert, but she was amazing. I also think a horror was really good. We shared the unedited, uncensored version on our socials this week because I've yeah. been on the socials like a car bonnet. Um, and... I just thought it was quite funny. I don't think it was that vulgar. I think I think similar things have been said, just... Not all together. <laughs> I think I think um, they bleeped it out for dramatic effect for the show. Um, they made it out. It was cruder than what it was. And that's one of the reasons why she was in the bottom. Which, fair enough. If that's how they wanted to edit it, then fair enough. But I don't think what she said... I'm just going to say it. She said gaping assholes. Yeah. Um, I don't think that is as bad as... Well, I don't know. I thought she said the C word. The cunt. I thought she was saying like mad, like like crazy things about an old woman. I don't know what I yeah. thought she said, but I didn't think she said me and me nana gaping ourselves. <laughs> I mean, a drag queen being eliminated from a competition for being too crude. The, the shape of drag is changing. <laughs> Listen, Ellie Diamond's still in the comp. I think she was bottom for me. She was bottom for me. I didn't... Um, I think they purposely put Tate and Ahura in the bottom two for the dramas, um, just because we've seen the storyline that they're best friends. They like to do that on the show. They like to pit friends against each other. Um, it's not RuPaul's best friend race, as we hear every two minutes on the show. Very well said. Um, so put them against each other. Let's let's see them battle it out. And I'm gl- kind of glad they did. Weren't mad on the song. Um, it was another I don't even slow remember song. The song. What it was, was a slow song? song. Weren't mad on it. I do think Tace did did she do a better job. She was the better job, yeah. So Agreed. she deserved that. And I runways, runways. Hmm. Let me have a think. Do you remember much of them? It's now I Saturday. remember Lawrence Cheney looking like like some kind of bejeweled butt plug. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hemorrhoid. I think. Yeah. Um, I think Alan Carr referred it to as. <laughs> And I remember Bimini just looking really gorgeous. And I mean, that was a good example of how someone can take probably what was an off-the-rack beige, really oversized jacket. Yeah. And she just rhinestoned the fuck out yeah, of it. Yeah, she did the spots, didn't she? The spotty look, yeah. that was it, yeah. And just really pulled a cohesive love to get, uh, look together, mm-hmm. turning it into a lovable look. I love how Bimini was kind of... Well, we do love an underdog, but she has been an underdog. She was... Bottom first week in that um, football outfit, and she's literally come up on the inside, and now I want her to win. Same, and I think this is the power of Drag Race, and I think as well, don't forget we are watching scripted reality here. You know, there's a lot of wheels and cogs behind what we say, and I think when you've got someone who's 
got the personality and who's a bit rough around the edges. Yeah. You can't help but love her. Of course, absolutely. And she's going to be walking all the all the fashion runways and all the fucking left, right and centre of every fucking magazine, I think, to come in the next couple of months. I feel no matter what happens now, Bimini's won. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think they all have to an extent. Whether she takes the crown or not, she's won the public viewers. She's won us over. She's, I just she's... feel shit that they've done it in the middle of this pandemic because by now they would have all been able to do viewing parties mm-hmm. and, you know, getting really decent money a gig and that have easy made like a good, good few grand by now. They could have made back what they spent on the show by easy now. Easy by yeah. now. Um, but we're still waiting on the... Um... Tour announcement. Tour announcement. That should be coming soon. That should be coming soon. It's all... I want to ask, what did you think of Lawrence this week? She was now, a bit of a smacked arse, wasn't she? I've seen a lot of hate for her online. Um, she's taken down a Twitter this week because she's had backlash from what we saw on the show, which was her being in a mood because um, Ellie put her after Bimini. I think... I didn't. Li- I don't like... I don't mass- I'm not a massive fan of Ellie and her drag. I'm a bit done. I'm a bit... How many times can you wear pink and be a sweet baby... Yeah, you know what I mean? Okay, great. For me, it lacks originality. She lacks originality in her drag, for me personally. Yeah. That's not to say she's not talented, because she is, and that's not to say anyone should direct any hate towards her. I'm certainly not. I'm just giving my opinion. There is other girls that I prefer. Um, I think where Ellie went wrong is she didn't go from the get-go. Oh, Yeah. I put myself there because I wanted to do better and I thought all you's would trip up being in that position. Yeah. So if you want to let that trip you up, be my guest. Yeah. But if you don't, rise above it. But don't put, don't project it back onto me. This is a competition. Like RuPaul said herself, oh, you shady bitch. Well, that's how you play the competition. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So she just, she just didn't own it from the get-go and I think that allowed the other girls to kind of jump in and attack. I also think that, that if... A horror would have done that. That girls wouldn't have reacted like that. I agree. Now you know, as I've just said, I'm not a fan of Ellie, but I'll say where I think something's gone wrong. I think those girls thought they could treat Ellie like that, whereas they wouldn't have. Where done they wouldn't have done that to a horror, and taste, a horror would have done that. Our taste, if she our, had the chance, absolutely. And, Any of them would. And if Lawrence picked the order and decided to fuck them all over, Lawrence would have been like, "Deal with it, babes." Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and then it's it a competition. Been, yeah, it wouldn't have been a big deal, but. Because maybe she is younger and they felt like they could do that. I also think Lawrence felt like I knew you from before. I've helped you before. There was an unwritten alliance. And I think that is what got Lawrence's goat. Right. I think she, she was mad about that and she didn't communicate that either. Mm-hmm. That's really why you were mad. What you wanted to say was, actually, bitch, I knew you from before here. You came to me for drag advice. I fucking helped you loads get where you got but outside of this show. And now we're on the show. You... Th- you feel like you're throwing me under the bus. Which, by the way, hello, Lawrence Cheney, you got the best, the, possibly the best slot. Yeah. For me, I either want to open it or I want to close it. She didn't close it, it was taste. She came second to last, so she was mad that she put her after Bimini because she knew Bimini was going to be good. And if Lawrence weren't as good as Bimini, she, Lawrence would have looked a bit shit. Right, of course. Sorry, I thought Lawrence was last. No. I forgot. Yeah. Taste did the whole beans on toast shape. Mm-hmm. Um... Fair enough. But 
I actually think where loads of girls go wrong, and Alan said on the show, you know, no comedian wants to go first. Yes, I do. I want to go first because I don't want to watch anyone else and start shitting myself and getting in my head. Yeah. Yes, you've got shit and first nerves, but by positioning yourself first, you can you can almost position yourself like opening the show. Yeah. Coming up tonight, we've got this bitch, Shade, Shade, Shade. If I was, if it was me, I'd have liked to have gone first and I'd have written it kind of a little bit like a roast and been like, so first up tonight, you've got your, you know what I mean? You've got your season two girls. Mm -hmm. I'm honored to go first. Joke about one of them. Joke about another. Joke about Rue. Joke about Michelle. Joke about the Vicar of Dibley. Joke about Alan. Joke about another queen. Oh, and look, my time's gone. Yeah. Bring on the next queen. Right, okay. I'd have done that like a hosting gig. Yeah. And just played on your strengths because that's what we do on the outside world. I don't know why any the girls can't see these challenges are supposed to reflect what we do in the outside world. And I think that's why people with more experience tend to do better on the show. Like last year, the top three were the girls that have all done it the longest. Yeah. Because this is what we do. We do film silly adverts like i've done this week we do host gigs we do do comedy roasts all the challenges that you see on the show are supposed to reflect what we do in our jobs yeah and if you're good at your job well this is what we all do on the outside world Mm -hmm. play to your strengths i can't dance i don't dance on the outside world but i'm funny i can do all the stuff You, you you play to your strengths and the girls seem to forget that but bimini seems to be able to do it really well Okay, so this week, um, the news, the gay news, darling, the pink news, darling, yes, um, spoke about a grinder robbery in Dublin. Um, basically, somebody was lured to a wood. Wooded area. Well, I say lured to a wood. They'd agreed to hook up at a wooded area. Okay. And the guy used his real picture but like fake name and age and when the other guy got to the area where they were to do business squeaky squeaky time right. yeah business <laughs> a couple of other guys basically popped out popped out give me all your money whatever whatever <gasps> mugged him the guy was terrified ran, ran 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 stopped a passing car tell them he was fine he was unhurt and they actually didn't steal anything Oh, okay. So he got away unharmed and unrobbed. Yes. They caught the guys, though, did they not? They did. And it was a 16-year-old. That's young. Who did it. Now, obviously, the reason we're sharing the story today is because we want to say, be careful hooking up. Yes. As the world starts getting back to normal, people will start hooking up more. Mm -hmm. And when these things happen, the bad guy's going to take advantage. So we're saying, be careful. Absolutely. But it's also got us thinking, what is our worst grinder hookups? We also put this out to you guys. And when I say you gave back... We were inundated, actually. I think the word (laughs) is inundated. Yeah. And producer Liv and producer Sam have been chatting and they think we could have a whole new section of the show on worst grinder hookups. We've got that many. Now, can you remember a worst grinder hookup? Now, obviously, I don't think anything so traumatic like like a mugging or a robbery has ever happened. Touch wood. Yeah, I'm touching now, wood now. Now, obviously, we're saying anyone hooking up, be careful. Mm-hmm. But what's has anything bad happened to you? Have you got any memories that make you think, oh, my God, this one time in band camp? 
<laughs> so there was there was this one time, right? It was in Manchester. I think I was looking after your house for some reason. I don't know when it was. It better not have been in my house. No. So the plan was, I was there. I was on the app. I was scrolling through. Somebody not too far away. It was a 10-minute drive. I thought, all right, perfect. Now, the pictures... Oh, the pictures did look like they could have been taken from the internet somewhere. Like, they were very good looking, this person. They were also called Billy. So I thought, oh, that's cool. I'm just going to go for it, right? Yeah. And I thought, do you know what? Worst case, I rock up. It's not them on the picture. I leave. Do you know sometimes when the app just takes over and you just need to go? It was so- the app. <laughs> the app takes over when the horn takes over. Yes, when you start being controlled by your dick, not your brain. Yeah, so that's exactly what happened. So I was there, I was driving, pulled up on the street. I was like, which house is it? They weren't responding. I thought, oh, great. Like, they've ghosted me. I left the street, turned around the corner, boop, got another message. They went, oh, it's this one. I thought, right, I'm turning back round. Right, I'm, I'm just, here now, yeah, might as well. Just round the corner. Rocked up. They said it's the one with um, the one with the red car or something. And I was like, the street was actually slightly confusing. It split off into different streets. It was right. a weird cul-de-sac. Anyway. Suburban areas. Yeah. <laughs> um, I rocked up and I was like, come outside. They were like, oh, just come to the door. Went to the door. I knocked on, right. I saw the guy in the living room stood up because I was looking through the door glass. I saw him stand up and I was like, right, this is definitely not the guy on the app. The guy opened the door and I was like, hi, is Billy in? And he was like, I'm Billy. And I was like, you're Billy? And he was like, yeah, what's this about? (gasps) And I was like, oh, I think I've got the wrong house. And he was like, no, I'm Billy. What's going on? What's, What's this about? This guy had no clue why I was stood in front of him at the door. I remember you telling me this now. And I did not know what to do. I was like, I didn't know whether to be like, you're being punked. I didn't know what to do. I was just like, oh, no. I'm... Did you, you didn't say, did you? Oh, I've met with, I would have had to. I didn't say. I was just like, oh, I'm really sorry. I think I've got the wrong house. And he, and he was stood there perplexed. Because imagine somebody knocking at your door and being like, it's Daniel in. And you're like, I'm Daniel. And then they're like, they freak out and then you're freaking out. It's just a weird, yeah, weird like, energy. Who are you and why do you know my name and why are you knocking on my door? So you were the freak to him. I was the story. freak to him. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, my phone just went off then. But yeah, I'm the freak to him in this story. I'm knocking on his door asking if Billy's in and he's Billy. And what was the wrap up? Did they block you? What did they? I think they were watching. Did he have a kid upstairs? Uh, this is what I'm saying. I think, was it a neighbour setting up the friend? Was it a neighbour setting up somebody? Was it a... Was it a prank on somebody? But they used me as like the pranky. I don't know. It was weird. Was he? Did he just organise it and shit himself? And or, or was he clearly perplexed? This guy was clearly had no idea why why I was knocking at his door. I'd have been looking around the street. Like I just got back in my car and left, and I said, and I basically told this guy what happened on the app, and then I blocked him straight away, and I've not heard from him since. But kids, if you've got. A weird that's feeling. Scary. If you've got a weird feeling about somebody's pictures and something's not right, always go with your gut and not your dick. That is the moral of my story. Go with your gut, not your dick. Yeah. Give me better advice. I can't remember. I mean, I actually, I think I've told this story before, but I think the worst one is turning up thinking, I kind of know your face, but I couldn't picture where. Right. And then on the wall, I recognised his daughter. Yeah, and it was... Yeah. Somebody you knew's father. Somebody, yeah. Yeah. 
So it was, so it was a bit like, <gasps> what do you do in this circumstance? So obviously you just do it and leave. <laughs> but yeah, it was one of them. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah, here yeah. now. Yeah. You're here now. There's no point leaving. Can I have a glass of water? Give yourself a minute to compose yourself. Wham, bam, thank you, man. Back in the car. Drop to your knees like Lawrence Turner. <laughs> <laughs> Tea or coffee onto the floor. Uh, but... So we asked you guys, our gorgeous Gossip Gays listeners, and yeah. you you sent in your experiences. Now, this one really stood out to me. It, now, this doesn't say keep it anonymous. So... Say the first name, maybe. Yeah, this is from Jay. Okay. So Jay's put, worst, hookup, worst experience from a hookup app? Question mark. I was staying at a travel lodge in Cardiff. Ooh. <laughs> and I started chatting to this guy who... Fuck me, was hot. He had the Tom Holland, slim but muscly kind of vibe, like me and you, Bill. <laughs> um, indie long hair, it was in the 90s. Oh, it was in the 2000s, early 2000s. It's, but it was in the nought noughts. Noughties. It was in the noughties. Right, that's when it was. It was in the noughties. Gorgeous eyes, etc., etc. Anyway, long story short... Nudes exchanged, everything's going well. Turns up to my room and we start getting down to business. Next minute I know, he's begging me to throw him against the wall. (gasps) I put his legs on my shoulders and I go to town. Now, it's worth noting that one, I was slightly inexperienced at the time. Right, okay. And two, I'd never stepped foot in a gym. And three, because of that, I had no arm muscles whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And despite what my cleverly angled pictures suggest... But in the spirit of getting things, getting down to it and getting hot and heavy, I gave it a go. As I tried to pull his legs up to my waist while he has his back against the wall and at the head of the bed, my leg suddenly gives way and I I can't get my balance. Next thing I know, he toppled over the side of the bed and gone head first right on top of the dresser. He bust a lip, broke his... (gasps) <gasps> broke his arm and cracked his glasses. I'm stood over him, bollocks out and everything, about to ring an ambulance, but he tells me not to bother and fucks off. <laughs> Safe to say, I've never heard from him again. Lesson learned, don't be, don't be a bodybuilder just for a suck. <laughs> so, so... Jay got someone round to his hotel room and broke his arm and bust his lip. Yeah. <laughs> now, often you don't hear the story isn't often from the, like, you would expect it to be, oh, I went to a grinder hookup and this guy broke my lip and yeah. my arm. Yeah. But you were the guy that did it. Have you ever been the guy that you think, oh, God, they're going to leave and I've just fucking shat all over them or something? Sorry, I know that's a bit explicit, guys. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Have you ever had an experience where you've thought, oh, God, this has gone downhill? Um, not that I fully remember. There's been times where I've been like, get me out of here quick. I just right. want I just want the job done and I've left them I've left them blue balled and I've been like, right, go, go, bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, bye bye. My yeah. mum's ringing. Hi, hi mum. Yeah, I'm on the way now. I can see your phone screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can communicate via telepathically. <laughs> I can't even speak. But yeah, I don't think I've ever had that situation. We've had a few others come in. One more that I wanna just point out, this came in on the Instagram. I'm not going to say the name, um, but it said, met someone for a discreet hookup, was blindfolded, and after I see, it was a friend's boyfriend. So, this story's not adding up to me. So, you rock up to the house, right? Yeah. You blindfold yourself, or do they blindfold you and you don't see them prior to this? 
And then after you remove the blindfold, you realise it's a friend's boyfriend. Oh, actually, do you think the person getting in touch here is hooked up with someone's boyfriend? I think they're trying to get rid of the guilt there. And <laughs> <laughs> by airing it on our show. And also saying that they were blindfolded. I don't, I don't think you didn't go to this hookup discreetly. And put a blindfold on yourself and do the business then well, when you took it off. That might not be what they mean. Met someone for a discreet hookup, was blindfolded. And, and after. after. So hang on, met someone for a discreet hookup. He might not have gone there. They might have come to him and put a blind... He might have said, yeah, I'll be blindfolded on the bed, come that's in. different. All right, okay. If that's so that the... might have been what happened there. Okay, so that scenario is different. But so cool. met someone would say you went to them. I agree. And then, therefore, you're right. Look at us playing Cluedo. Got another one here. I mean, we got so many. We got loads. I was asked on a grinder other dating apps available to be in a three-way after a night out. So I got to their house and I start making out with one of them. 30 seconds into it, his boyfriend shouts, stop, and tells me to get out. <gasps> I respect his wishes and I start getting dressed again. And even though I'm really confused as to why we've stopped, as I'm getting dressed, an argument erupts between them both. And they're arguing about their relationship and that one of them wanted a, to be a three-way more than the other. And that... Their relationship's not going to work out. And then here I am in the background, slowly getting ready and slipping out the door. It was the strangest experience ever. Does this mean I'm a home wrecker now? No, you're not the home wrecker. They had insecurities before yeah. that three-way happened. If so, they were secure, they'd have been fine. So you're asked to be in a three-way and then one of them shouts, stop, because he's jail. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I have to admit. Yeah. Have you... Have you have you said stop? Stop what you're doing. No. Hands off him. But I've got a, I've got some I've got a confession. So once after a bear bash in Manchester, me and Joe had gone out and then we were on the way back home. We were like on the on the apps as you are a little bit, and some guy was like nearby in a hotel. Right. Well, it was only Manchester's very own Sissel Hotel. <gasps> oh, Honey, you wouldn't drink the water out of there. What's that one? The Britannia. Oh, Britannia. Britannia smells of shite. <laughs> there is no windows in the rooms. Um, so we went to... Actually, it was a really big room. Have mm -hmm. you ever been in one of the big, big rooms in there? And they've got, like, different levels in the room. No, what? Mm. A duplex? It must have been a duplex, darling, in the Britannia. It oh was still shocking. <laughs> anyway, I was very, 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 very... Very, 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 very drunk. Okay. And it, it, I was a mess. You should n never go to a hookup when you're messy. No. Me and Joe went together and I was like, oh, like rolling round drunk. Like, oh, right. I'm going to get someone else. And the guy was like, no, please don't. It's my hotel room. Five minutes later, some guy walks in. I'd arranged <gasps> on, the, on the hookup. Oh, my God. Yeah, really embarrassing. Just embarrassingly just drunk. Like, we should have been home, not there. Yeah, you should have been having a kebab, not, not, not in not a duplex. In, not in a duplex, honey. <laughs> um, and then, to add insult to injury, I was in drag in Birmingham months <laughs> later. And the guy came up to me and was like, are you all right? And I was like, yeah, are you? And I thought, oh, he won't, he won't, he won't know it's me. Right, he did. And he, he knew. <laughs> And he, he 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 let me know he knew and wanted to see me square. Oh, he was like, what? "Are you all right after that night?" And I thought, you know what? I acted like a bit of a dick, so I, I deserve it. Did you say that? 
Not to him there and then, no. <laughs> but you finally I just went, oh it. my God, I'm so sorry. I think I might have even been like, I think I might have been spiked. Oh, the old, <laughs> the old spiked Haruni. I think I might have been spiked. Uh, <laughs> by myself at the bar when I was ordering five or six Sambucas with each drink. Yes, <laughs> I think I was spiked by my own self. Um... But this was many, many years ago, and I'd like to hope that I've grown up since then a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Well, thank you for everybody who got in touch with these horror grinder hookup app stories. Um, I think we're going to do a confessional section every couple of weeks, yeah, apparently. Yeah, we'll bring a bit of a confessionals back. Check our Instagram, check our close friends, check our socials. They're all at Gossip Gaze Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, don't forget, you can email us as well. So if you'd be like, actually, I've got a confession. I want to get this off my chest. Yeah. Email us at gossipgazepod. At gmail.com. And we will read it out if it's fucking funny. Absolutely. Woohoo. The Gossip Gaze. So, I watched a film this week. Oh, congratulations. I don't normally... Dora the Explorer? I don't normally watch a film. You know me. <laughs> you don't ever watch films. Unless they keep me interested. I don't like one that doesn't have a good storyline. Anyway, this one is called I Care A Lot. And it stars Rosamund Pike. Now, you may know her from Gone Girl. She's the lead girl in Gone Girl. Rosamund Pike. Yeah, she's Sounds actually... like a walk you do, doesn't it? Like... <laughs> yeah, let, let's walk Rosamund yeah, Pike well, this afternoon. Pop up Rosamund Pike. <laughs> pop up to the top of the hill there and have a chip butter. Yeah, so it stars her. And she actually won a Golden Globe last week for playing this role now she plays a lesbian now that's not a big deal it's not it's not really spoken about she's just a woman who's a lesbian brilliant so there's no big deal there's nothing so the lesbianness it. isn't the forefront of the story which no we she's quite just often get with queer stories that we do yes this one it was very nice it was just she she's just a lesbian fab um and it is about her She's a nasty piece of work. What she does is, by law, she um, gets vulnerable elderly people and puts them into homes and drains them of their money and pays for the service. So she goes to the courts. She does it all by the books. A little bit like Britney when she gets put under this conservatorship. Yeah. She, she does that for people and that's how she makes her money. So she's a con woman. She's a, she's a bit of a con artist. Now, everything that I'm going to disclose happens in the first 10 minutes, so there's no okay, spoilers. Cool. Okay. So this is the first thing we know about her until she finds a cherry. Now, a cherry is a woman who has got no family. She's loaded and she's having minor very minor symptoms of um, memory loss. And she's got a friend who works in the doctors. And the doctor said, I found a cherry. She's got, she's loaded. She's got no family. So you get all the inheritance money. She thought, right, Can great. I find myself a fucking cherry. <laughs> going to so, Google quick. There should be a website. Cherry.com. Cherry.com. Um, so Come on. she manages to get this woman and lock her up and start draining her cash. But... There's obviously a big twist, and I don't want to reveal too much, but she's messing with the wrong earlier. She's set up. She's put this woman in this home, and there's loads of palaver. Now, there is a villain in this film. You think she's the villain. There is also another villain, and it's played by somebody with dwarfism. So it's actually quite an inclusive thing because I did look and it's actually said that 5% of somebody with disabilities, there's only 5% of them people represented in film and TV. So I'm actually really glad they did this. 
and because we don't they don't get people with disabilities don't get represented fairly in film as a general rule mm-hmm. and when they do we often see disability either as like a scary thing like the witch's film and Hathaway yeah. had to apologize because she was like you know what i'm really sorry yeah she was like i'd like pincer hands well she had like three fingers and disability is always shown as scary or otherness or magical or like you say comedy it's never it's never shown just like everyone else which is why side note while we're recommending a film special on netflix is really good it's about a queer guy gay guy with a disability and it's about his life and him and his disability is the forefront of the show and how he yeah. navigates that in the gay world. It's brilliant. And there's a new season about to start, I believe, on Netflix any month now. Um, so you recommending this film? I am recommending this film. I honestly did think it was going to be better at some points. I mean, on it is on Amazon Prime and it does have three and a half stars and I probably would give it that. So you're giving it a three stars out of five? Three out of five, Um Right, well, I'm going to watch it this week, sis. Brilliant. Woo! The Gossip Gaze. Okie dokie, so it's time for the listener's letter section of the show, which is the section where you guys tell us your queries, your problems, your dilemmas, your your things that are bugging you. The things that are on your mind, you've got a heavy load. Things, things that are on the membrane that are worrying you, that you think too... Two days on a podcast might actually Two save the day. Weirs over there might just be able to help me with this life-changing decision I've got to make. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's where you guys get involved. This week, the letter is come from Sam. Producer? No, Waddington. Okay. And Sam put, hey... I'm wondering if you can help me. I've got a bit of a problem. Mm-hmm. I own houndsley.co.uk. This is not a paid promotion. Plugging it there. But I like what you've done. <laughs> I, I, I like the uh, the goal, the, the, the gumption and the audacity that you've had to, to plug your own product in the listener's letter. So I'm running with it. That was houndsley.co.uk. And I'm in the middle of taking it to America. Going big time. Congratulations, girl. Yeah. A marketing, a marketing advisor over there, has advised us to take the pride flag from the logo as America isn't as progressive as the UK and it will affect sales. I really don't want to take the flag off our logo, but at the same time, taking it off could increase the sales, which would allow me to make a donation to an LGBTQAI charity. And then that might actually help. But I really don't know how I feel about it. Any advice or thoughts would be massively appreciated. Sam. Ah, oh, well, thank, thank you, you for Sam. that. Now, this is... I don't think we've had a letter like this before. This is business advice. This isn't... This isn't hold up, wait a minute, bow, bow. Yeah. My boyfriend's got a bit of couscous on his knob. <laughs> this is a business decision that this... they've come to the GGs for. Now, obviously, the advice is just our opinions and... Don't hold us responsible for the effecting of sales <laughs> for your company. When <laughs> it all falls fucking through, Sam, don't come knocking on our door for, for 5p because we ain't got 2p two, two to rub together. Listen, what's your initial thoughts to this? Now, I do understand where they're coming from <clears throat> with America not being as progressive as here and that affecting sales, in turn affecting your business. Now, are they hand on heart really going to donate 
some sales to this charity. Now, if the answer is yes, then that could sway my decision. If the answer is no, then I think, do you want people buying your product who don't support LGBT people being that yourself? Do you want people buying your product or investing in your company or wanting that revenue from people who don't think similarly to yourself? I don't know. It's a hard one. Yeah. When I initially read this letter, Mm -hmm. when I saw it this morning, I thought, do you know what? Maybe they're right. Maybe scrap it, take it off. I have small prints somewhere on the website. 2% of all profits go towards this charity. Yeah. Somewhere small on the website. And then, therefore, it's still there. But then I thought, I'm going to have a look. So I went on to houndsley.co.uk. Okay, so I don't, I've actually not been on, so what I've is it? I've had a look. It's kind of like a dog face or print, and then the, the, the colours are within it. I, you talked about the logo at the, the moment. The logo here. So right. and then all they basically they create like dog perfumes. They look really cool. Dog perfumes. Like dog perfumes created for them and right. they do like there's some like hoodies on there and leads and stuff and it's it's a it's a pet based brand. Now I don't know why if you're launching in America, you don't use the opportunity to rebrand across here and America. Mm-hmm. So you can rebrand and then put them in a little bit more subtly. So you can still use all the colours. Because at the minute, it's the progressive flag, but it doesn't have the trans colours in. So it's got the old pride flag and a black and a brown stripe. Okay, cool. So why not redesign the logo and Mm. just have those colours in there that aren't necessarily gay pride? So they're not in the pride order. They're still there. So you're still being true to yourself, but you're also not hiding yourself and, and your company. I think, you know, the success of your company so far has been on what you've done of course. so far. And if it's been so ingrained into the company so far, it would feel like a step back for me personally. And I would worry that in five, ten years' time, you look back and say, I wish I'd never done that. Yeah. I also know, what you, you, you know, oh my God, but what if this really jeopardises me making a lot of money? I think by just altering your logo so that the gays know oh, that's the gay pride flag colours. And the ones that don't really, that doesn't resonate to, it just flies over their head. Of course. I think think that's the route to go down. I don't think it needs to be scrap it or keep it, scrap it or keep it. I think there's a middle middle ground here. Yeah. And it's, well, actually, I'll be more clever. It'll still be in there. And actually, I'm also still going to say somewhere small on the website, 2%, 5% of profits goes to this charity. Yeah. You know, you can actually do all of this. You're in charge, it's your business, it's your destiny, it's your choice. And the great thing about it being yours is you make the decisions. I, I may also be slightly stereotyping here, but... Go for it. Anybody who's going to be, in my opinion, buying dog perfume, dog outfits, are not like they're these... Not, you're not going to have Texas hillbillies, are you, that want to burn the gays? Yeah. They're not going to be spraying the dogs with perfume, but then also joining a Westboro 
Baptist Church rally. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Do you know what I, I mean? I don't see the two. I don't see the two colliding. Yeah, God <laughs> hates fags, but loves nice smelling pooches. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't see them two worlds actually colliding as much as what you think. I think you're going to get a lot of um, American business from like the girls in LA who are like love spraying the dogs and going for cocktails with the gays. All of it. I mean, I mean, I'm on the gun now. I'm just looking at it. It's literally like at the outline of a dog and it's got the, the, the pride flag in it. Show me it. Let me have it's a look. literally the pride flag inside. Can you see? Inside like the, a motif of a dog. Right. I think you could just give, give a little bit of a rebrand. I also... I also and like the look... gift card. Sorry. The gift card is just like stripes with black writing on. Like that could just be a rainbow coloured gift card worst case is you just say it's nhs <laughs> don't joking. take I'm the only, piss i'm only joking but listen there's no reason why your houndsley gift cards can't be one pride flag gift card one black and gold gift card one white and gold gift card Multiple. i don't think you need to take it off i think you just need to add yeah absolutely and i think with the logo to me it doesn't absolutely it doesn't stream we're gay to me it just looks like a rainbow a rainbow poopy. Yeah, absolutely. So I think go with Danny's advice. Be, be a bit more clever with it. Fuse the colours a little bit more and it doesn't have to be in the pride order. The Gossip Gaze. Oh, well, thank you for sticking through to the end of the show, everybody. What? As if they don't normally. What are you on about? <laughs> we have the best listeners in the world. Absolutely, we do. Um, I'm trying to think if we've got... Oh, well, you've teed loads of stuff that you're going to tell more next week, so... I, know, I, I basically just did what tasted in this week's... Uh, comedy challenge. I'll tell, what you about that another time. I'll tell you about that another time. Yeah, I'll tell you about that another time. Um, but yeah, it's been a good, it's been a good week. The as I said at the beginning of the show, listen, the world's slowly starting to get back to normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and it's natural to have little anxieties about things. I think what we've kind of developed with is everyone's a little bit agoraphobic at the minute and I think we need to ease ourselves back into the real world. Yeah, I agree. Small small manageable steps. Small manageable steps. Get in that drawer, get under your beds, get in the bedside cupboards, tidy it out, it'll make you feel 100% better than you feel right now. Absolutely. And I'm, do you know what I'm going to actually do, which I've not done in a while? What? I'm Brush gonna your ma- teeth. <laughs> no, I'm going to make... <laughs> I'm going to um, make a new mix and I'm nervous to do it. I feel like the other night I got my decks out and I was like... I'm going to make a pre-mix for the show, the live show, and then you didn't. Is <laughs> that what you thought? No, what I was... Uh, I got my decks out when I was there for like a couple of hours. The time flew like that. But I have to get new songs and I'm like, I always get in my head when I'm making a mix. Cause... Oh, honey, I am at the minute like thinking, we've had a year off. Yeah. I want to go back to these shows and I don't want to be like... Singing all the same song. Obviously, there'll be key key songs, darling. But I'm thinking, <laughs> I, I've not really listened to anything new. I don't know what people are listening to. Yeah. Uh, you know, other than the Lady Gaga Chromatica album, like, what have the gays been listening to? Because I can't go Julie out there. Sour candy. <laughs> so sweet when yeah. you get a little nasty. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> sour candy. Woo! <laughs> At the fucking Vauxhall Tavern, can I? So I, I don't know if to... If to like just go with some oldies but newies, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's I think music's it's, at a funny place. It is because we don't because nobody's gone out and danced to it, so we don't know actually know what goes down well. Because normally, if 
if I put a new song on and people aren't enjoying it, I'd just mix it out. This is what I mean. When you, you can't do that in the middle of a set, really, can you? No, the first time, Actually, first couple have of times. before. I have, if it's not going right. Yeah, you're like, right, no, you're not enjoying this one. Let's put some Get rid, get rid. This yeah. isn't for here, is it? Isn't for here. Yeah. <laughs> I have done that before in the past. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, not, not some of my finest moments, I must admit. But you know what? Sometimes if the crowd really aren't into your, into your choice, I have to say you do get better. Like, you know, you get better at knowing what works where. Yeah. But sometimes at a new venue, you prejudge that place and think, oh, this is going to be really young. They're going to love this, that and the other. Yeah. And you get there and it's full of like queens that want you to be like, don't tell me not to live, just sit and para. Yeah. Life's candy and the sun's a ball. <laughs> All about yeah. And, and likewise, you can think, right, oh, it's, it's the eagle. It's going to be, you know, they're going to want that. Yeah. And you turn up and they're all like, yeah. So you think, right. shit, what we're going to do? They want sour candy. You know, they want sour candy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's a, there's a lesson in there somewhere, but we'll find it another time. But listen, <laughs> thank <laughs> Not a joke, just a fact. Yeah. So we will see you same time, same place next week. The Gossip Gaze. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. United Kingdom, what for? Finally, 12 points to the United Kingdom. 12 points go to the United Kingdom. Apologies for interrupting your podcast, but we wanted to tell you about our show that we think you might enjoy. We're Rob and James, the hosts of the Eurotrip, the world's favourite Eurovision podcast. Join us every week as we build up to this year's contest in Malmö in Sweden. We'll be chatting to the artists, the fans and the people behind the world's biggest TV spectacular. And here's a taste of what you can expect. If the BBC rang you, Petra to come and host a, a show, would you do it? In a heartbeat. I mean, our ambition is to win and for it to be another watershed moment for Eurovision for the UK. Queen Lorene, Eurovision winner. Did you ever think you would be back here again? I get goosebumps. No way! Just search The Eurotrip wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> 